It is National Drowning Prevention Week. We had a chance to sit down with Briar McCaw, and Briar has started something that is getting to be bigger and bigger and bigger, as a matter of fact. It is the Elgin County Drowning Prevention Coalition. And Briar is one of the co-founders and co-chair. And we talked with Briar, first off, about events this week that the coalition put on to bring attention to National Drowning Prevention Week. Yeah, so the Elgin County Drowning Prevention Coalition actually had our first ever flag raising ceremony at the Elgin County offices yesterday. So they proclaimed this week, July um, 16th to the 22nd as National Drowning Prevention Week in Elgin County. So it is recognized through the Life Saving Society. And a lot of the work that we do as um, a coalition and also the Life Saving is to promote and prevent drownings, fatal and non-fatal, and also share messages about water safety. So uh, both Mary-Kate and I, the other chair who sits on with the Elgin County Drowning Prevention Coalition, have been working really hard to kind of get um, a lot of this messaging shared year-round, but especially during this week when we're highlighting lots of different tips and ways to stay safe on the water. So yesterday we had that flag raising. Then we also had a big um, info night at Shaw's Ice Cream. So we had a bunch of different sponsors, um, the YWCA, YMCA, Central Elgin Beach Rescue, uh, Kettle Creek Conservation Area, Shaw's, Extreme Marine, and even a boat home comfort. And we also had some insurance brokers in there as well, all kind of pitched into um reiterate the main message of staying safe on the water for kids and adults alike. So we shared information about life jackets, rip currents, open water safety. Um, and that was really important to reach out to members of our community and even people who do visit Elgin. Um, a lot of people like to come visit. We have a, three, four beautiful beaches, Port Stanley, Port Bruce, Burwell, even down to Glasgow area. And I think a lot of people do like to travel to come see them. And so I think it's really important that we as a community are are really stressing the importance of this water safety, especially during this week. We're talking with Briar McCaw right now. And Briar is the co-founder and co-chair of Elgin County Drowning Prevention Coalition. It is National Drowning Prevention Week. And Briar, as humans who have been through swimming lessons or who have learned to swim at some point in our lives, we may think, yeah, but you know what? I can swim. No problem. What exactly do you want people who think that they know how to swim to know about some of the things you mentioned? You mentioned rip currents and you think I don't live on an ocean. That would be where people surf. That's not what what I'm dealing with. Do we have rip currents in some of the, the areas that you were talking about at some of those beaches? Yeah, so down in Port Stanley, we actually develop them almost every single summer. So a lot of people get confused um, with the difference between undertoes and rip currents. So a lot of people historically have thought Port Stanley, um, especially, has always had undertoes. But what people tend to feel in the water is the rip currents. So undertoes pull you under, rip currents pull you out. Um, you feel them very strong at your ankles. Some days when it's super wavy, you'll feel that the water kind of is rushing back out. And so usually it can pull you out with it. So that's even when you're having kids in life jackets, floaties, things like that. If you get caught in a rip, you're getting a shot right back out kind of super far into that swim zone, even to the outside of those markers. Um, one of the things that I think is really important to know is 
even good swimmers can get caught in rips and they're strong. It's a force of nature, right? You're dealing with big waves, you're dealing with wind and you're dealing with the structural um, sandbars, right? The way the sandbars and troughs form, it, the water is looking for the passive path of least resistance to get back out to the lake. So when it finds that deep spot in between sandbars, it's going to rush out super fast. And so what you get there is you get a rip current forming. And they can be really tricky to spot to an eye who hasn't seen them before. So if you're ever down in port and you're worried about it on a yellow or red flag day, always feel free to ask the lifeguards. They're very well trained. It's looking for out for these things and can help spot them. So we always recommend to not swim in between rips, especially on your yellow and red flag days. Definitely swim at your own risk. Maybe only go up to your thighs is what we say. But even as a good swimmer, like I know many of us have our own stories of feeling like we've been caught in something down on Lake Erie. And um, oftentimes those are rip currents. And so one really good message that we like to share is that if you ever do feel like you're swimming against a rip current, you're swimming, you're not moving, or you feel like you're being kind of pulled further out. One really good thing is to swim parallel to the shore. You don't want to swim against it because between you or that big, um, how strong that water is moving, you're likely not going to be able to swim faster to be able to get out of it. So one thing we like to say is go sideways. So if you ever feel like you're stuck, swim sideways, swim parallel, go a little bit until you feel like you might be able to try swimming in again. And likely, more likely than not, you'll hopefully be out of that rip and able to swim in. Um, I like to stress too, that with little kids, it's really easy for them to get caught as we do have lateral currents, right? So those are the currents that drift east to west or west to east and pull you along the beach. If you ever have hopped in the water and wondered why you've drifted so far from your stuff on the beach, um, it's because of those lateral currents. So it's really easy to get moved into a rip even when you don't realize so with little ones definitely just keep within arm's reach have that active supervision and just be right in the water with them even if they're in a life jacket because like i said those lateral currents can pull you right it right over into a rip that's briar mccaw co-chair and co-founder of elgin county drowning prevention coalition We are talking with Briar McCaw, and Briar is the co-chair and co-founder of Elgin County Drowning Prevention Coalition. It is National Drowning Prevention Week. We had a chance to talk with Briar about flags at the beach that we see, and we asked her whether flags at the beach are for water quality or are they for water conditions? Yeah, great question. So the flags that we use down in Port Stanley, if you're ever seeing a blue or purple flag flying, it's kind of a blue slash purple. That's your bacteria indicator. It typically will indicate dangerous marine life, but we also use that as high bacteria. So that's based on the water quality. But whenever you go to the beach during working hours, the guards are on. So when you're looking at those green flags, that typically means that the water's pretty good to go. You can think of it like a traffic light, right? Green means good. Probably there's not too many waves, not too many currents. When you start getting into those yellow flags, we always stress that it is swim at your own risk. The lifeguards are still on duty, but there are some more currents picking up. The waves are starting to get a bit rougher, and it might be a bit more dangerous for you or even your kids to get out there. And then once we do get into those red flag conditions, we've got some pretty strong um, waves washing into the pier, maybe some bounce back 
around the Pier area, more rip currents, big waves, um, and potentially even bad weather conditions that were starting to come in. Um, one of the questions, too, that I always like to ask some of the kids I teach swim lessons to, and not a lot of people always realize, is that if you ever go to an unguarded beach, so places where lifeguards either aren't on duty, so they're off hours, or they just don't have them staffed, because many beaches in this area are not guarded, you're not going to see those flags flying. And a lot of people get confused that they're like, if we only see that red or yellow flag flying, that's that indicator of the water's not safe. But you have to make your own judgment at those unguarded beach and beaches and be the lifeguard for yourself, trying to make that decision whether that water is safe. So I always like to say, if you're seeing that big wind pick up, those big waves, lots of crash back, things like that. Maybe it's not the best idea to go for that long distance swim today. Maybe only stay by your hips and where it's a bit shallow and have a buddy with you. Um, because we're not always at the beach. We don't always work every single hour. And even those beaches within Elgin, not every single one is guarded. So it is important to go by what the flags are saying at all those guarded beaches like Port Stanley, or even you go into Grand Bend. But at the same time, we have a lot of other beaches like Bruce, Burwell, and even Little Beach that are unguarded that you have to try and work um, to make that own decision on how to keep yourself safe. Briar, thank you for all the work that you do to keep us safe. Thanks for the human practice today and keep up the great work with Elgin County Drowning Prevention Coalition. Thank you. Briar McCaw with Elgin County Drowning Prevention Coalition and someone who does a lot of swimming instruction for young people and does a great job. She'll make young people think like she just pointed to when they're out at a beach. You know, it's not just rely on what's there. Okay, let's see what the flag says. It's being able to look at the water and say, yeah, no, uh, today probably not more than our waist. And that's the way you make people think. That's the way that we make ourselves better, right?